Hello, I'm Pastor Scott Seeke from Amazing Grace Lutheran Church in Lawrenceville, Georgia. Thank you for downloading this week's sermon. Please visit tisgrace.org to learn more about our church. Enjoy. Do you ever wonder where pastors get these from? These fancy pastor shirts? I, I wondered. When I, when I went to seminary, I was a little baby pastor. You know, that was one of the things I kind of like, where did they, like, are you issued them? You know, is it like the army? Uh, you know, are they made by elves in some magical forest inside a tree, right? I had no idea. But I figured, you know, they don't just give them out like candy, you know? I mean, these are it's a special thing here, right? So, you know, I got there and they said, well, you're going to need one of those. Said, okay, all right, fine. What do I do? They looked at me kind of funny, like, well, you go to a store. <laughs> All right. Don't really like stores very much, but okay, I'll do it for the Lord. So I go to the store, and I mean, it's like Macy's or Penny's. There's this wall of shirts, and they're in the packages. You know, ladies, men's shirts come in packages. It's very strange. And, uh, you know, you could, just, any, you could just take one out, try it on, see if it fits. This is all fairly normal. So I found a couple that fit, you know, and I go up to the register and, you know, she scans the thing in and she tells me how much it is and I'm like, all right. I've got my seminary ID card, like, in my hand because I figured at some point, you know, she's going to ask me to make sure that I'm qualified to have one of these special pastor shirts, you know? No. She's kind of looking at me like, thinking this is the part where you pay me. Okay. So I gave her money, and I left, and that was it. That was all it took. And you know, now you can go online, and you can just go buy yourself one of these if you want. In fact, my friend Matt, uh, my college friend Matt, he found one at Goodwill. He found a pastor shirt at Goodwill. So he bought it, and he just wore it around for a day. He said it was very interesting. I said, how so? He said, well, people hold the door open for you more. Said, oh, that's nice. Then they smile more. Oh, yeah, that's nice. He said, but they give you a lot of double takes. I said, I bet. He said, and they stare a lot. I said, yeah, yeah, they do. And, you know, ladies, if you really want to have some fun, you should buy one and wear it around. Then you get some interesting looks. Um, you know, it's just, it's funny because, you know, this is, I thought this would be some kind of holy thing, right? But it turns out that that is not how we view this as Lutherans. Um, and here we are, we're in week five, we're in the final week of our series on Luther's five favorite verses, and we're talking about the priesthood of all believers. And at the time of Martin Luther, they were priests. Right? You would, you would be, I would be a priest. I would not be a pastor. I would be a priest. And there's a difference between the two. And some of the, the ramifications of that are obvious and some of them are not. Uh, but the difference between a priest and a pastor is that a priest has a very specific role in that a priest intercedes to God on behalf of others. So the priest, a priest serves as a go-between. Right? So if you need 
something, then I can go to God for you. That's what a priest does. And that's what they did at the time of Luther. That was the job of a priest. A priest interceded to God on behalf of others. Well, Martin Luther read our focus verse for today, which uh, Terry's going to put on the screen in just a second. Go ahead, Terry, just bump it forward one. And this is our focus verse for today. You are not, you are a chosen people. You are royal priests, a holy nation, God's very own possession. Martin Luther read that and he thought, well, wait a minute. We don't need special people to be priests. We're all priests. We don't need somebody to go to God for us. Jesus came, right? One of the names for Jesus is Emmanuel, God with us. Jesus came to bring God to be with us. God is with us. We don't need somebody else to go to God on our behalf. Jesus came to be with us. We can go to God on our, on our own. You're a priest. 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 You're all priests. You'll all have access to God. You can all pray directly to God. You don't need me to do it for you. And truth is, My prayers aren't any different. And that's one of the ramifications of a Lutheran understanding of being a pastor that that maybe isn't so obvious. Because, you know, we wear special shirts, we get to wear special clothes, we get to have these nice stoles and stuff. So, I'm special, right? My prayers count more, right? That's not our understanding. As a priest... Okay, when someone becomes a priest, when you're ordained as a priest in the Catholic Church, that is something that you are. And you are that forever. Your identity changes. I could not be ordained as a Lutheran pastor until I had a call to serve in a congregation. Because as a Lutheran, pastor is not something you are, it's something you do. And you only can do it in the context of a church. So if you don't have a church... You're not a pastor. So I could not be ordained until I had a church because I, didn't, because I wasn't a pastor. And when I was between churches, when I didn't have a church, I had to file special paperwork to remain eligible to be called to a church because I wasn't a pastor. And when I retire, good Lord willing, and the creek don't rise, if I should make it that long, I will cease to be a pastor because I won't be serving a church. I will be then what I am today, which is like you. No special, nothing better, just a person who has a different calling. Not a better one, not a more important one, just a different one. Because you see, this is one of the other fundamental things about this priesthood of all believers. It's that if we're all priests... We all have a calling from God. And we talk all the time about how pastors are called to churches. But we don't talk about how some of us are called to work in finance. Or some of us are called to work in schools. If we all went to seminary and we all became pastors, what are we going to do? Just shuffle money around? Like pass it around among each other? I mean, we need people to fix cars. We need people... To be with our children. We need people to do those things, and all of those are equal in the eyes of God. What I do is not special. 
in that sense. Nor am I really special in that sense. Our callings are different, but they're equal. Which probably, if you're thinking and keeping score at home, and I imagine you are, because I know how your brain works, probably going, well, you're not holier than us. Your prayers don't count more. Why do we pay you again? What's the, what's the point of that? Well, let's talk about that for a second. Because I'm not special. I'm just one of you. The thing is, I have gifts just like you do. You have gifts and callings to serve in this church and in that community that I don't. And those are important. I have gifts and callings to serve in the church in the world. And those are important. But you all got together a while ago, and you said, you know, we could really use some help with some stuff. And we could use somebody who's got some gifts to do that. And since they're not here, we need to look outside for them and find somebody out there. I mean, the fact of the matter is, y'all, if I didn't get paid to do this, I'd still do it. I just would do it less because I'd have to have a job. And I probably wouldn't do it here because I wouldn't know y'all existed. So that's why I'm here. Because I can do some things that this congregation said we need, and I was able to convince you that I can do them. Now, whether I can or not, you know, you all decide that. But at some point, you thought I could. And then someday, a day will come along when you look around and you go, you know, we need different things now. We need something else. Somebody with different gifts. Maybe I'll look around and realize that. I don't know. Maybe we'll all realize it together. That would be nice. That would be nice if we all kind of realized it together and could just talk about it and go, yeah, yeah, it's time. I don't see it happen often that way, but that's how it should work. Because it's okay. It's all right. That's the way it's supposed to be. Right? I do my thing. God calls his church to do something else. Somebody else comes along. They do their thing. That's the way it should work. Doesn't always. Maybe next time we'll get lucky, right? Um, But for today, I want you to realize that you have a calling from God that is as valid as mine, that you have gifts to use to serve God. They're just as good as mine. We are all priests. And you don't need me to go to God for you. You can pray. You can read your Bibles. In fact, if if you want prayer... You know, like really good prayers? You know, I'd, I'd, I'd talk to Lud and Lisa and Wayne. They're the prayer experts. Those guys are awesome. If you wanted to learn about the Bible, Joe Murray knows more about the Bible than I do, I think. He doesn't say it because I don't think he wants to hurt my feelings. Right? I think he's like, I can't say that. But I think he does. Right? I'm just a guy with certain gifts. And I'm glad for the opportunity to share those with you. But I want you to go home today Realizing that what you go home to, and what you do tomorrow, and Wednesday, and Thursday morning, is just as important. Because it's a calling from God. God has called you, and chosen you. You are all priests, with access to God and a calling. And I thank God for each and every one of you. God loves you. So do I.
Amen.